0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes.
1: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Happy Friday, fans, friends, lovers, patriots family i don't know it's francis ellis of oops the podcast uh joined as always by julio gallerati gee good good day
0: dude back to back solid intros for you i
1: like really not the park not know what i'm talking about and then see what happens
0: there you go
1: uh buddy i'll tell you i'm i'm coming at you live from my apartment in new york city
0: oh wow welcome back
1: It is, thank you. Uh, It's not welcome, though. It's not a good situation. I don't like it here.
0: How do you feel about it?
1: I don't feel like this is my home anymore.
0: Like the apartment or the city?
1: Both. Uh, Elaborate. I was away for two months and maybe two weeks. And driving back here yesterday, I was very excited to return to New York City. And the moment that we came through the bridge or the tunnel, or I don't even remember how we did it. Um, I started to get kind of spooked. I, yeah, find it very sp- I find it very spooky here. You came in last week, so you, this is not news to you.
0: Right. It was definitely spooky.
1: Nobody's happy here. Nobody is, and, and it's not as if people in New York ever really were, but... <laughs> I was going to say. Everyone, everyone looks at you with suspicion, with their guard up. Mm-hmm. It's as if you're uh, walking a very dangerous dog breed at all times. <laughs> and, you know, um, I had to run out this morning to move the car because I the parking laws... I, dude, I, I got so much... I just feel like so much has happened in the last 16 hours since I got here, even mm-hmm. though not much has. Right. First of all, I forgot to run the dishwasher and unload it before i left oh no which means my dishwasher looks like the inside of a horrific butthole
0: oh my god that is horrible
1: caked in mold it looks caked.
0: like the, the it looks like the upside down
1: yeah yes exactly Jesus christ bro <laughs>
0: well will running it kill all the mold
1: no, I, we, read that, uh, we read that you got to kind of soak things and then put them in and run it on a violent cycle. Jesus Christ. Highest, high-powered situation. So, violent cycle. Yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, the whole place, I mean, we, we left in a rush. So there are boxes and crazy things everywhere. You know, the reason we're back is because I have to move my girlfriend in this weekend. She's moving in. Yeah which I don't think there could be a worse time for her to move in.
0: Well, I would also argue that maybe there couldn't be a better time. You might actually be able to double park. What do you mean? Like parking and moving will be much easier than it typically is.
1: I suppose that's true. But you you think that, I think alternate side parking and the parking laws have been suspended in all of this. And so cars are just camped out in their spots. Is that true? Yeah, Holy shit! And I know this because last night I looked for a parking spot for a full hour and 15 Ugh. minutes, just Ugh. going up and down the streets. And at one point I saw a guy pulling out of a space and he was near a fire hydrant, but not so close. And right. I, I'm not a driver of New York city. I'm not a, an Uber driver. I'm not a taxi driver. I don't know how this stuff works. Right. And so I said, hey, do you mind, uh, can, I, can I take that spot? And he said, sure, I think it's fine. And I pulled in, but I wasn't sure because of the fire hydrant. And I pulled in, and some dude wearing a lot of leather was walking by with his mask on. And I said, hey, buddy, uh, is it, do you think it's okay if I park here? And he goes, looks like a hydrant. And I was like, oh, but do you think I'm too close? And he goes, looks like a fucking hydrant. And oh then just God. kept walking. Oh, my God. And it was in that moment that I was like, okay, New York, I, I don't know. I just don't know if this is where I want to be.
0: Well, I think it's 15 feet, right? 10 or 15 feet. You know, what
1: been? is it with you people? What What are you all, fire hydrant aficionados? Everybody's no, dude, but, been telling me that. But I How park, do you know that? I park
0: on the street. I park a lot in the city. It's a pain in the fucking ass. Is, is there no... Uh,
1: no yellow line. There was no yellow line no, no, no. painted on the sidewalk, which <laughs> I was looking for.
0: That's not a thing, I don't think, in New York,
1: dude. I've seen those lines before. Oh, really? Well,
0: yeah. Can't you park uh, – so let me ask you this question, though. If you park on the avenues, are they still enforcing parking meters on the avenues?
1: Dude, I don't know. Let me tell you because something.
0: I didn't I, get a ticket the other day. I parked on the avenue, and I and it ran out before the time – where like I could get a ticket and I didn't get one, so I wasn't. I sure. don't
1: think I don't think much is being enforced in the way of parking or street wide. You know the the street cleaners are are all gone. They've all gone to their Hamptons houses. Uh, <laughs> they're all bungalowing down with their children. Those yeah. street sweepers. So <laughs> so I don't think anything really is 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 in effect right now. And I even saw two guys. Two gay dudes oh, it, was, it was good to see gay guys again, I have to say <laughs> <laughs> that that was the one bright spot you know, just guys they're all um going to these bars and getting these takeout cocktails. I saw a flock of oh, them yeah, and they were walking around looking all fit and happy uh, and so that was that was uplifting and I saw uh, two guys on their stoop uh drinking a cocktail and t- to go cup, and I said, you know do you think I can?" I finally found a different spot. I said, "Do you think this is okay?" And one of them was like, "Buddy, the DMV is closed. It seems like it would be unfair for the towing people to close, you know, to come after you if if you don't even if you can't even do anything with your car or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: So I, I don't think many of the laws are in effect right now, but I'm kind of rolling the dice because I'm I am breaking a I'm in a I'm in a spot that says no parking allowed between. You know, Monday and Friday from four seven a.m. to four p.m. Right. But who knows?
0: Well, whatever, dude. Welcome back to the gayborhood, man. Oh, it's
1: good to see the gays. They were they were very encouraging. But um, New York itself feels more standoffish and more suspicious than ever before. Mm-hmm. And the streets are deserted. There is nobody. You know, this is not a let's come together moment. Let's rally. It's not like post 9-11 where everyone was nice to each other. It's people are afraid they're going to get looted by everybody. Right, right, right. You know, I'm walking out of a car with a a fucking bag of golf clubs and everyone's looking at me suspiciously. It's like, I've got golf clubs. Relax.
0: Right. I mean, I'm sure like... I'm sure that they're like, I, I can't imagine them being suspicious about you with your golf clubs. Like you think that they think you're going to like start looting their apartments or something.
1: I don't know. Maybe they think maybe. I'm looking for my ball and maybe, you know, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so, so it just feels weird. It doesn't feel like home to me. There's no, right. I'm not, I'm not thrilled to be here. Um, you know, I'm in my apartment. The, the podcast studio is waiting for all of us, but we're not all going to come back together to, to record there, all, all the things that I love about this place are not here, are not right, available. Right, it's restaurants, it, yeah. my gym, comedy clubs, you right. guys, my friends. I, I hit up, uh, I hit up a couple people to see if they wanted to come hang in the backyard at a safe distance, and everyone's saying like they're either out of town or they're leaving town tomorrow, and right. nobody wants to do anything. And so, dude, how? you know do you think nyc comes back from this like of course
0: eventually you know it's going to be the last one to come back and it's just funny man a couple of my friends are on a road trip and they're in myrtle beach right now and they are just like it's as if this never happened yeah and i you know and i'm hearing that there's like spikes of the virus blah 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 whatever but like that even though you know it's controversial of them to be doing it um i'm not saying it's right or wrong or whatever but uh it's, it, it gives me hope that, you know, at least things are trending in, in a direction where, like, in New York, things are improving rapidly. And I know the mayor said that, like, if they keep trending this positively, things are going to start opening up, whatever. I mean, I think that we just have to be patient, dude. Like, it's a test of our – it's truly a test of our patience because it reminds me of, like, calling fucking the student loan office or calling an airline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're going to call the first time. And if you expect that you're going to get it resolved on that first call, you are incorrect. It might take five calls. And you know eventually you will get what you want if you keep calling. And I think that this is a similar situation where eventually it's going to be normal. We got to make the best of it. Silver lining, you know what I mean? There is something nice about this new schedule that's just inevitably not as full. And, uh, you know, try to embrace it as best we can. It's funny, I said this the other day. I was like, God, this fucking sucks. I was like... I feel like I'm wasting my prime years as a man (laughs) and everyone made fun of me, but I feel like that's true. I stand by that statement. Like these are my prime years, dude.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel, that's how I feel just being in a relationship, but (laughs) you know, it is what it is.
0: Well, I'm sorry. Uh, It's been such a bummer, man. I think, you know, I think that there's reason to be optimistic about the future though.
1: I'm going to give it more time and more of a chance, but I also feel that anybody who has been here for the past two months and is just gritting it out, I don't know how they're doing it.
0: Well, dude, I think they're used to it. Like everybody I know who's in the city is used to it and like isn't depressed the way that when we come back to the city, we are. Like Reina, yeah. po- very positive. Like the people that yeah. I'm staying with, their mother is still in the city and she's been coming and going back and she's totally fine with it. And like the people that I know who are there seem to be okay with it, for the most part. Not everybody.
1: I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. You know, my, I it's just made me think, uh, like many people, that life outside, for for so long, I've been living here, I don't know, nine years, almost 10 years now maybe, and uh, I had made my peace with the fact that I was going to live in New York City for a long time, five, ten years. I didn't even have a horizon. Right and I felt comfortable here I was not bothered by the masses of people the the lack of outdoor space I go to Maine for two months and you start to realize how much farther your salary goes and I know. what it's like to wake up and and walk outside onto a porch and and hear birds and smell the earth and Fresh, pee yeah. pee in the mulch and <laughs> yeah. uh have to have meaningless conversations with house painters and (laughs) these things become charming. And then you, you start to think, well, my God, life, life can be better elsewhere.
0: Right? No, totally. I, I, I think again, that's a thing that a lot of people have expressed to me as well being like, this is kind of (laughs) nice.
1: Yeah. So I don't know, man, we'll see. Well, dude, Uh, uh, Speaking
0: speaking of of, uh, girlfriends and such, it's funny. My girlfriend has a severe nut allergy, right? um, Especially cashews, which happen to be my favorite nut.
1: By the way, really quickly, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but when you hear about people with nut allergies, it's always severe. Right? No, that's true. I've never heard of somebody with a casual nut allergy. Right? That is interesting. Yeah. In the same, you know where else this is true? Bird watching right you're either you're only all you ever hear not. of avid bird watchers you don't hear about casual bird watchers very true anyway keep going
0: dude that's a very very true um well anyway i would argue that hers is even more severe than the average severe nut allergy like hers, Whoa. Is, real, hers is really 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 severe
1: all right well like, let's not make it a dick measuring severity <laughs> nut allergy contest here <laughs> come on now
0: no, but like she, she, or whatever. I'm not going to get into the specifics of the album. anyway, so. <laughs> Can you imagine a contest
1: where people with nut allergies ate nuts to show how bad their reactions were and the people who suffered the most won? I don't know why <laughs> I brought that up. I'm, I'm going to stop interrupting you, please. Wait, wait, it's fine.
0: No, but to, to give an example, if you were to like cook a, a, a bread or like a dessert with cashew butter, if she were to lick that bread, she would have to go to the hospital. If I eat one cashew and kiss her, she has to go to the hospital immediately. It's fucked up. So anyway, while she was gone, I was smashing the shoes, dude. I was hitting the shoes hard. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't tell her because it's just like a thing that is stressful to her. It's like talking about death to her. So like, I don't even talk about it. So it's funny that when she comes to visit me, she'd be like, so what have you been up to? And like, I fully omit the cashews part uh-huh and i'm lying and i feel like i've been cheating on her or something like she's like so what have you been up to like you've been being like you were you good while i was away and I was, i'm like yeah yeah.
1: yeah yeah i'm just
0: fully not talking about the fact that i've been slamming things that can immediately kill her many times over <laughs> this is
1: great dude it's this is it's great crazy.
0: It's uh, actually crazy, um, but it, it, so.
1: to, it makes me think of like, imagine if your girlfriend had a severe bee allergy, and then when she was away, you just like put on the suit and went out as an apiarist and fogged <laughs> beehives and collected honey, <laughs> and then when she came back, you stashed it all away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing. Yeah, I've been doing. I'm, certainly haven't been near any bees. The bee
0: suit is so funny, dude. Like, why would I be doing that? Like, I just love bees. I'm just oh. out there fucking with the thing. God, that is fucking funny.
1: Oh, that's great, dude. Well, I guess you got to get it in, man. Now, does it make you resent her that you love, clearly, you love nuts more than the average person? i do like them a lot Uh, so does it make you resent her that you can't have that when she's around
0: it's an adjustment dude you know what i mean like you get used to like you know they say any habit is built over a couple of weeks or three weeks i think they say Mm -hmm. um so you get used to it very quickly and then i don't miss him anymore
1: you know interesting Interesting. do
0: one thing that i've rediscovered since i haven't like been in bed with a woman in a really long time now that that's my reality again i'm like realizing i'm remembering things that are like funny about it like we're you know you ever lie on your side and in bed and try to kiss your girlfriend and like inevitably your arm there's like nowhere for your arm to go Like if i'm lying on my left side if my arm isn't around her body my arm's kind of just like Mm -hmm, mm t-rexed
1: right here and then my right arm things ever yes
0: (laughs) it's so hard to be charming and like and masculine and like you know put the moves on your girlfriend when you just have this little dainty arm right here
1: yeah and and, and let's be honest Mm -hmm. julio here's the thing uh i (laughs) women for so long have held the position of small spoon and we may have talked about this before but that is such a luxury and if we're honest i think the spooning position works better if the man is the small spoon. <laughs> Why? Think, think about it, women, you talk about the arm, the pterodactyl arm being an issue. Mm-hmm. Women's arms are smaller, so they don't have to fold them up so much as we do. And it just, I just think it fits a lot better. Um, that's my thought.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Because if you are, as, as the big spoon, if the woman is to be the big spoon, that, that arm that they're lying on is easier for them to sort of compartmentalize around you, whereas our arms are bigger and therefore it's more of a balancing act.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm grasping at straws here. I'm just trying to come <laughs> up with a reason for why I, I would be allowed to be the small spoon because it's so much nicer to be held. Have you ever been held in, as a small spoon?
0: I, I guess I don't, it makes me a little bit uncomfortable if it's you're
1: you're that much of a man you gotta
0: see i'm not and i feel like maybe you are which is why this turns you on a little bit in kind of relinquishing control
1: you flip that right back on me (laughs) wow well done sir yeah (laughs) you know it's it it's nice it's nice to be it feels like you know those tetris blocks that are like up right up yeah you put two of those on top to be the one on top man i i I really like that um it's nice but it's it is a little you do feel a little bit like uh well you know how can i ask her if i'm gonna can i go play golf tomorrow if she's (laughs) breathing sweet nothings into my neck fuzz
0: (laughs) that's exactly how you have to do it you have to then ask for permission moving forward to do anything
1: yeah I like to squirm my squirm my little butt, you know, into her crotch. I like to squirm right on in there like I'm a dog. Yeah, that's
0: nice. And you nice. just go, "Good morning."
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 we always ask each other, "How'd you sleep?" You ask that question every fucking morning. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you How'd you sleep? How'd you know. You sleep? That, that question should only be asked when you're on vacation, by the way. <laughs> you don't need to ask that on a Tuesday.
0: Right, right. You know? The answer is badly.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, Always. yeah it's worse than I would have <laughs> had I been alone is the ultimate answer. <laughs> but I will say this. We, we've been sleeping in a queen bed for the last two and a half months. Before that, I have a California king. Not to oh, wow. brag, but I have a California king, and it is so luxurious and we we had become very accustomed to that we have a full like almost like a full length body pillow which we put up as a dividing wall in between us uh yeah her idea by the way not mine um Jesus. but i like it we, we we hate we basically sleep as if we hate each other we are israel and palestine in the same bed <laughs>
0: yeah and drawing drawing yeah, the border
1: if <laughs> there is a dividing line when it's time for bed we'll like kiss snuggle say good night and then in comes the wall the fucking dude, wall that just,
0: is so funny one day you just in. came in the
1: imperial forces drew a line in the sand dude she she was her idea from day one and I was all for it because you know I, I want separation of church and state for for nocturnal <laughs> hours, um, but <laughs> So, dude, the wall the wall comes down, and and she phrases it in a nice way. She's come up with a way to sort of cutify the fact that we are basically quarantining ourselves from each other in bed. <laughs> um, and she calls it her cocoon, because she, okay. puts, she puts the other long pillow on her other side, and then she's nestled between the two pillows, and I only get one. And, and look, admittedly, it's like being on an airplane where she has two armrests and I have one. But the, mm-hmm. but the result is that uh, there is a dividing wall, which means that there's less cover pulling somehow. Right. It creates this uh, this nice wall that, that means that there's less cover pulling. I don't know why, which means that I sleep better, and I, I'm fine with that. But, dude, the difference between splitting a queen mattress and splitting a California king mattress is monumental. Yeah. yeah. It is monumental. It and, is. and I will say that to anybody listening out there, um, if your bedroom can accommodate a king bed uh, – and you have a queen and you just think that's enough, trust me, the investment is worth it. It will change how well you get along with your significant other if you sleep together most nights. I like that, dude.
0: Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium. anchor.fm download it now well dude speaking of significant other situations we had kind of asked our listeners to give us good stories about you know your girlfriend or boyfriend's parents mm-hmm. and we got a really good one about a crazy girlfriend uh, a girlfriend's crazy parents
1: excellent I and
0: remember. i actually instructed francis not to read this because it's so funny awesome. that i thought that he should hear it for the first time here so here we oh, go yeah <laughs> What's up, fellas? My situation is a special one, to say the least. The first time I met my girlfriend's parents, it was an entire shit show. She's a lovely, well-rounded girl with a good head on her shoulders, but after meeting her parents, I'm not sure how she grew up so well-tempered and doesn't have substantial issues. I was immediately greeted with a 20-inch machete to the throat and was told, if you make my daughter cry, I'll turn you from Joe to Jolene in less than a second.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) And that was just the tip of the iceberg. Her dad was hammered and randomly decided to ask me if I am gay. (laughs) I said, no, I'm dating your daughter. Obviously, I'm not gay. He then proceeds to ask me if I watch porn. And I said, yes, sometimes I do watch porn. (laughs) He asked if I prefer the male's penis to be soft or hard during a porno. (laughs) And obviously, for the sake of porn, the answer has to be hard. This answer lit him up, and he kept calling me gay boy for the rest of the weekend. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He asked me this question in front of about 10 of his friends, both male and female. My girlfriend has a really nice and big butt. Over the weekend, he kept trying to grab my penis to squeeze it to see its size to ensure that it was, quote, big enough to handle my daughter. (laughs) He goes, that's the creepiest thing I've heard in my entire life. Next, he would continuously give me titty twisters. Sometimes I'd be sitting down, talking to someone else, and out of nowhere, he would squeeze my nipples and not let go. He even told me if I resisted, I'd be a, quote, homo. <laughs> even when I was napping, he woke me up to a titty twister. I feel like the dad has the hots for this guy or something, dude.
1: Oh, oh my God. Is that
0: the end of it? No, no, no. There's like a Chris Cooper American Beauty situation. No, there's more. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. Yes, um, well said, yeah.
0: Lastly, on our drive home one night, he fell asleep in the car, as did everyone except my girlfriend and I, as we sat in the front seats. In his sleep, he kept muttering the word vagina. (laughs) (laughs) This didn't happen once. It would happen in spurts of three or four times every few minutes for the entire hour-long drive home. (laughs) Then he goes, her mom was the saving grace that weekend as she was the polar opposite and lashing out at him. But since then, the tables have almost turned. Now the mom consistently tries to turn my girlfriend into a wild party or giving her shit for not drinking. The mom likes to boast about how everyone she meets wants to bang her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he also goes, you'd think that these people would be trashy, but that's not the case. They make a lot of money in legit careers, insane shit. Um, he goes, Th- things haven't changed that much. Um, blah, blah, blah. That's essentially it. But dude,
1: Holy how fucked up is that? Holy moly, dude. That is... <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. This poor kid is a Navy SEAL of dating, dude. Would yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's as if they're uh, initiating him into the relationship. <laughs> right. And, and you know, first of all, w- what type of person owns a machete? Unless yeah, you're I a know. sugar cane farmer in Barbados, that's <laughs> not a tool that you should have. Dude, um, literally. I I. I I, I, machetes are pretty scary it's like you know i it, what comes to mind for me is um you know in the philippines how president roberto duterte basically put out a fatwa to kill
0: all the drug dealers those, <laughs> yeah.
1: you know yeah those guys that ride around on uh, totally. the the little mopeds to just kill drug dealers in the street with mm-hmm. machetes totally. that's what i'm picturing and then um
0: or like the eastern congo
1: yeah totally yeah. bro Yeah, a lot of uh, cheddies are fucked up. Yeah, it's a tool that is used to to sever testicles before you stuff them in the victim's mouth as a message. Oh my God, Jesus! Shouldn't have gone there. Didn't need to. Shouldn't have gone there. Happy Um, Friday. But that's what I'm thinking of. You know, a little old (laughs) the old ball gag. It's uh, (laughs) an old uh, Native American trick.
0: Good old fashioned trick
1: for leaving a message. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Christ. Dude, fuck no, but, up. but to your point i get the same exact sense um something tells me this dad was not asleep when he was muttering vagina 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 vagina, <laughs> vagina 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 that is him masking you know like i would do that too if i were trying to convince everyone around me i wasn't gay
0: totally and also if i had a husband who didn't want to bang me i would consistently be talking about how everyone i meet wants to bang me like the mom was doing
1: Exactly. What kind of adult man in this day and age calls dudes homo?
0: Right. Totally. While talking about his daughter's ass that needs to be filled by a significant manhood. <laughs> what the fuck, dude?
1: That that part. And he keeps <laughs> grabbing the guy's junk, dude. This this story might get me in trouble. We we have a friend. Um, I, I don't even know if I'd call him a friend. He's just like, well, he's friends with he's friends with some of my friends, but I, everyone has kind of mixed feelings about this guy. And he goes around and does this. He call and he he goes wiener grab, and then he grabs your dick. I hate that. It, I, yeah, it, I think sack taps are one thing where you like just knock people with the back of your hand. Which, by the way, all of this. Should not happen. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you if you're... That's just bullying.
0: I hate the tap, too. I don't like
1: anybody who inflicts pain on me and thinks it's cute. Which brings (laughs) us to the titty twisters. Do you know how painful titty twisters are? My manager used to do it to me, dude. What kind of a monster grabs your nipple and twists it? It's so annoying. And you know what's worse? Half the time, they miss... And then they just pinch the tight skin of your pectoral, and that hurts more. (laughs) I absolutely
0: hate titty twisters.
1: I I think that if you do that to somebody, the person there that you're doing it to has all the right in the world to punch you in the face. Absolutely. That is an act of war. You are are not – it's not – just because it has a funny, cute name doesn't negate the fact that you are hurting somebody. You are provoking violence. I'm so sick of like, you know, cause I went to a a Jesuit school for one year and you'd walk down the halls and all the dudes would do that. They'd shove you into lockers and laugh. It was straight out of a Disney channel TV show. Was it an all boys school? It had been all boys for like 75 years. Hmm. Uh, Three years before I got there, they had gone co-ed, but that still meant, you know, the the toxic masculinity was pervasive and totally. <laughs> even 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 in my class my class was the first class that was 50 50 boys and girls but everyone ahead of that the first year was like 15 percent girls 85 boys then it was like 25 75 so the, the school was at least 70 percent male still right and you know guys calling each other fag and whatever but, but really the physical harm was the thing I, I, getting wedgies and meanwhile you know I'm, I'm 6'3 and like the guys that were giving me wedgies were upperclassmen and then one time I, I like punched a guy in the neck because I didn't know what else to do and I didn't I didn't even know what I was doing I was just in so much pain and he was like what the heck man as if, so as if as if that wasn't in the bounds of right, our of an appropriate reaction fucking dance that we were doing and it's like i've never been that guy i've never thought it was funny or harmless boys being boys to to twist someone's nipple off
0: yeah dude it sucks it's funny. Any, any gathering of men for an extended period of time, just like inevitably starts to become homoerotic.
1: Yes. Whether it know, be
0: prison or all boys school. Like my friends went to boarding school who like wouldn't the boy, they'd be like, Oh yeah, dude, we used to suck each other's dicks. It was hilarious. I'm like, what? Like not actually, but like essentially like stories that are like very close to that.
1: Dude, dude <laughs> you, you, You'd hear stories about boarding school kids, like the hockey players, you know sticking a bottle of conditioner up a, a rookie's asshole and squirting totally. it and and you're like i've never had that instinct in my life right. I, i'm not trying to pantene pro v the insides of someone's rectum
0: <laughs> for fun yeah right it's insane uh, dude
1: anyway the the problem though julio as far as bullying is that i think it's morphed away from what we've discussed and now it's all gone online.
0: Oh, and right, right. That
1: has a far deeper, more psychological harm to kids, which, you know, leads to like suicide and lack of self-worth and much darker shit. Um, right. And the girls girls are really bad about it too. And we, mm-hmm. we talked about the the burn book famously from Show, right. which was like a Facebook page where these, these girls just went on and on and on about talking shit about their classmates and i don't know it's pretty vile dude private
0: conversation though wasn't intended
1: for people to see i don't know if that excuses it i mean i mean bro
0: i say insane shit to you like like but it was only intended for you you know what i mean like that was a private message
1: fine fine I, i i guess you're right i guess you're right yeah if it never sees the light of day maybe it's not that harmful totally but you better keep that locked down. I was, Raina and Ashley and I were talking about this. Our, our phones are nuclear uh, reactors. Totally. If anyone ever got my phone and went through my text messages, I, I, my, my life would be over. Over. Totally. Um, totally.
0: I'm talking about all my best friends to other, you know what I mean? Like, I love them all, you know what I mean? But you're totally. It's not yeah. meant to be seen
1: yeah uh
0: absolutely dude fucked up
1: well anyway we covered a lot of stuff there so so this guy man I, I mean props to him for for staying in the relationship it sounds like he's sticking it out
0: yeah good for you dude good luck but joe the, still joe you know uh, Jolene, maybe her yeah.
1: sounds like her ass is just that worth it i don't <laughs> if, if the dad is acknowledging it
0: Oh, yeah, the kid he he said at the end of the email that he put the dad in his place. He didn't really specify, but I hate the idea of a situation where I need to like shank the dad to prove no, that yeah. I you know what I mean to get him off my back. Like that sounds terrible.
1: Bro. Or you gotta stand up to him to yeah, earn his that. respect.
0: Yeah, absolutely fuck that.
1: What sort of um dad do you think you'll be? Let's say you have a daughter, you know? Not that kind of dad, dude. All right, well, let's say that she's in eighth grade. This is your little girl. Not too long ago, you were pushing her on the swing set to her cacophonous giggles as her <laughs> little pigtails flounced and bounced in your face. And, you know, you'd hold her up in the pool and she would giggle with delight. And now all of a sudden it's eighth grade and some boy named Tyler arrives at your doorstep and He's wearing two polo shirts with the po- collars popped, one inside of the other, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm here to take your daughter to to a movie, dude." Hilarious. And what are and, you gonna what are you gonna say?
0: And suddenly, my my mind goes from her pigtails bouncing to her adult breasts that have grown overnight bouncing in Tyler's face yes. in the back row of the movie theater,
1: and and, suddenly, and and you just grab them and twist them. That's what you do.
0: <laughs> I mean, dude, listen, I would try to size this kid up um
1: <laughs> bouncing in the back of a <laughs> dude
0: it's fucked up i mean it's a fucked up thing to think about man i like to think that you know i will you know obviously your daughter is gonna experiment and stuff hopefully so that she's has kind of like balance in her life and that she doesn't go away college and immediately get alcohol poisoning because she's going mm-hmm. wild you know i mean give her some room to grow and and explore and fail and whatever but, you know, of course, I'm going to have to kind of talk myself into a good mindset, I guess, before, especially if she's hot,
1: dude. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean, if she's just like a target immediately for like the older guys, like she's a freshman in high school going out with a fucking 18-year-old senior.
1: Oh, like that, that sounds
0: yep. stressful. I mean, obviously, he's probably banging her, even mm-hmm. though she's, what, 15? I guess that's like an appropriate age to lose your virginity. I, I don't know.
1: This he is drives all... a drives a Honda Civic that he installed the sound system in himself, <laughs> lowered it a foot, coming over up your slanted driveway. You see sparks fly from the muffler grating <laughs> against your sidewalk.
0: Oh my God. With from the air intake that he installed, and it's a mix of like and of subwoofers. <laughs> Just blasting hip hop.
1: Oh, the, the glass in the back shakes because he's got subwoofers the size of dinner plates. <laughs> Your poor daughter comes home yelling because she's deaf.
0: Oh, my God, dude. Dude, yeah, I'll tell know.
1: you this. I'll tell you this. You're so stressing me out. I know. I know. But l- let me tell you this. I have decided that I would rather have a girl than a boy.
0: How, why is that?
1: um and i i think i'd probably like to have both but i'd like my first child to be a daughter interesting this is a big switch by me by the way oh really you used to yeah. feel the other way around I, I i didn't really have too much of a dog in the fight um you know i've been riding peloton so much that I'm, I, I think my sperm count has plummeted and i don't even know <laughs> if i'm able to have children anymore uh, but uh <laughs> seriously I don't wear bike shorts I don't wear those padded diaper things so I'm just crushing my my swimmers but um (laughs) so so uh I, I my one of my best friends uh who is the guy and his wife who introduced my girlfriend and me uh had a had a daughter and I've I've shown this baby before she's so adorable and my buddy has told me that you know when they got pregnant, he de- desperately wanted it to be a boy. Then when he found out it was a girl, he was a little bit bombed, but whatever, got over it. And then when the girl came out, it was an instant moment of euphoria, of of complete thankfulness. You know, was so happy. And then since the baby's, I think like eight or nine months old now, and he has come to love being a girl dad. All that stuff people said about Kobe, you know, I, he he says now he wants another girl he wants you know if he has 4 children he wants 4 girls right and uh that blew my mind that blew my mind and i my reasoning for why i want a daughter is that and people aren't going to like this here comes the controversy i just think the odds of me keeping my son out of horrific trouble are so much lower than having a daughter.
0: That's not that controversial,
1: dude. the The stakes of my son getting in trouble seem a lot higher than my daughter getting in trouble.
0: Right, right, and you totally. And I just think about the things that I've survived, and I'm not. I wasn't even a rambunctious kid at all. Like I was pretty cautious, and like still, the idea of having a kid who's doing the things that I did it makes me not want to have them. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I just, you know, if I, if I have a daughter, I think my biggest fear is that she'll end up on Girls Do Porn.
0: What's a Girls Do Porn?
1: It's a guerrilla porn site where they sort of uh, wow. g- get these one-timer women, young women, all they're all like 19, mm-hmm. to come in under the auspices of a, of a modeling shoot many of these women by the way are suing the the site and they've kind of been like i think the guy who ran it is like on the run somewhere
0: oh my god
1: uh so it's really bad um but but unfortunately there are a lot of women who have done that site they get paid a couple thousand dollars they only do one scene they're not like porn stars right and then their scene lives on the internet forever
0: right and the guy by the way
1: who bangs these girls is really rough it's 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 horrible if you're the dad um so that's like my fear yeah there's uh oh the victim what is chris saying
0: he's saying uh the girls do porn victims are awarded nearly 13 million after 99 day bench trial in california superior court
1: yeah i mean it's bad it's it's dark um Um, so fuck that site but so my Um, point is that's like your fear right you know you just have to kind of keep your girl off the webcams and stuff maybe um dude i think that if
0: you are successful (laughs) and if you are loving to your daughter and you allow her to grow i can't imagine her doing porn i mean like if you do porn a for money if your parents if your family has money you i guess you do it to like rebel against them or maybe you just fucking like it i don't know Um, but I think that the odds of that happening are low, dude. I wouldn't, I would worry about other things first, like Tyler, who we were talking about before.
1: Yeah. It's a bigger threat. It's just a minefield. Parenting seems like a minefield. I know. You, when you're, when they're young, you got to keep them out from drowning in pools. Right. And then from there, it evolves into, uh, prevent them from getting hit by a car. And then it (laughs) evolves into prevent them from, yeah, being, you know, assaulted by, a horny teenage boy. And then it evolves <laughs> into like, don't asphyxiate when you vomit uh, from drinking too much or, or right. alcohol poisoning in college. And then it's like, you know, I think I, I, at no point, when do you breathe easy?
0: Right. Never, I think is the answer, unfortunately. um and my parents have sort of alluded to that. By, by the way, dude, I recently found out that my parents, my dad wanted daughters and didn't get them.
1: Interesting which was an interesting thing to hear. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I have now shifted and I want daughters. And I was being a little bit facetious when I said it was simply because I didn't, I thought boys would get into more trouble. Um, I just think, I don't know. It'd be fun. It, I'd really like daughters. Maybe I'd like two girls and one boy. I think that would be a nice balance because I feel like those daughters would have a good influence on the boy.
0: Right, right. That's interesting. probably true i mean i also think about this like i think that the difficult age for boys comes before the difficult age for girls comes and like i'm not looking forward to like making all the sense in the world and trying to explain it to them and them not understanding and telling me they fucking hate them Mm. and me just being like in my head but i love you like i just want you to be (laughs) like, like trust me like i know what i'm talking about like i've been there you think i don't know but i do know and like right what the fuck, dude? It it seems like a
1: look at like us. A disaster. We're so stressed about parenting and we don't even I we're not even in too. the game right now.
0: I yeah, I'm like not even close to being in the game. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Say, you know, you I mean and this might be too personal of a question. You don't have to answer, but if you and your girlfriend had an unexpected pregnancy today. Yeah. Would you just have the kid?
1: It's a great question.
0: You don't have to answer. No, no, no.
1: I'm I'm very, very happy to answer this question. Um, The short, the the short answer is, you know, obviously it's up to her. In my mind, Uh, if if she wanted to have it taken care of, uh, I would support that. Uh, And if she was adamant about having it, I'll say this: if she was like. I really want to have a kid or, or I didn't think I wanted to, but now I really do. I wouldn't be terrified. This It wouldn't read as a mistake in my book. Right. I've right. been dating my girlfriend for almost two years. We're moving in together this weekend. Uh, this would not be a holy shit. I can't believe how right. uh, risky I was, how, how stupid I was. Right. Um
0: right. It doesn't require a life overhaul necessarily. Right.
1: Right. I think that both of us know we're not planning to have a child for probably another couple years. Mm. Um, and so <clears throat> the question becomes would we advocate for taking care of it, I guess, to preserve a few more years of professional development? the ability for us to travel together as a young couple, uh, those would be the concerns and not, not in any way would it be like, <clears throat> you know, we, we don't want our friends knowing that we rushed, had a shotgun wedding or, or there, there would totally. be no worry about the optics.
0: Right. Totally. Of
1: any of that um, because we're pretty secular people. And I think that's, that's the big part of it. Uh, but I don't know. What about you? I think that
0: in, and you, you brought up a good point. Like, of course it comes down to, you know, what she would want to do. And I, I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not even sure if I fully know how she, how she would want to handle it. Um, but I know that if she came to me and was like, I would like to have it, I would be fine with that. And I would step it up. Like, I don't think I'm necessarily ready. They always say you're never ready. So I take that into account. Mm -hmm. And I think it would be an exciting, maybe new step, but I agree with you. It would be nice to sort of enjoy a few more years of being a young couple and traveling and being dynamic and career growth, all that stuff that you said. So um, it's not like a daunting thing at all, but I think that I'd be willing
1: to
0: consider different options.
1: Yeah. I, I think honestly, out of respect for my girlfriend's career and where she's at, I would think we probably aren't ready to do it but um i don't know i have it's i hadn't even i hadn't even thought about it like what we both knew that we had we i mean we had the conversation when we first started dating you know of okay. like if we got pregnant what would we do and she said you know we would i'm not ready to have a child period amen um and so that was our understanding but i think you get to a point of comfort where you feel insured in the longevity of your relationship where you start to envision the person you're you're sleeping with not just as like a sexual partner but as the potential mother or father of your children someday and uh once those images start popping into your head the whole game changes totally but it's a fascinating it's a fascinating question i mean you know we we hope i hope i certainly hope we haven't i know it's a sensitive topic and, and all that but uh i think we answered that about as bureaucratically as possible. Yeah. But
0: honestly, also, you know,
1: <laughs> or not not bureaucratically, but, but pragmatically as possible. Right, right, yeah. right, right,
0: right, totally.
1: Yeah. Totally. Wow. Um well th- this was great, dude. Uh any other final thoughts, anything you'd like to add? Uh no dude, nothing nothing too substantial that
0: wouldn't get us off on a whole new new route and I want to give you guys your Fridays. So Yeah. Well, uh, thank you for listening.
1: It's a, it's an amazing uh, That was amazingly deep and weighted topic to end on. I'm glad we got there. Love it, dude. Uh, Love it. Yeah. You guys are the best. Oops, the podcast. We've been having such a fun time uh, recording the podcast. We've been getting great feedback from you guys. seems like there's a real movement here. Uh, people are enjoying it. Uh check out our YouTube. That's where we post all of the full episodes. It's Oops the Podcast. That's our subscribe to our YouTube page even if, even if you're not gonna watch it. We'd appreciate that. And also please review and 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 like uh our, our podcast on iTunes. Um you guys are the best. Share it. Thank you so much. Uh we oh, are Oops yeah. the Podcast. Uh send us your your messages to oops the podcast at gmail.com. For now, I'm Francis Ellis and he's Julio gallerati Have a yes. wonderful weekend, folks.
0: Thanks for hanging with us guys. Enjoy your, enjoy yourselves.